0: Hey, agency owners, it's time for a new episode of The Agency Blueprint, the number one podcast for agency owners looking to discover strategies for scaling an agency to seven figures and beyond, or reducing stress and getting your personal life back. I'm your host, Robert Patton, international bestselling author, agency scale partner, and founder of Creative Agency Success. If you enjoy our podcast, please do me a favor and hit that subscribe button to make sure you never miss an episode and help keep this show at the top of the charts so it can be found by more agency owners like you. And now for the show. So this is a real true catch 22. If I've ever heard one, the vast majority of agency owners think that they do not have the time to focus on simplifying their operations so that they can ultimately have more free time. So you need to have free time in order to make time to have free time in the future. And it's like, I I don't know about you, but my brain hurts just saying that out loud myself right now. And this dilemma for you right now or for the vast majority of you is why you don't get out of that place and why you're consistently in this cycle and feeling like you're on a treadmill and we need to ultimately be able to get to a place where you are able to simplify your life so that you can ultimately scale your business in a meaningful way because I know time and time and time again, the more complex your business, the more likely it is to fail. The more simple your business the more likely it is to scale and i'm not going to say that that's easy because it's not the hard work is in simplifying and i've learned this and continue to learn this on an ongoing basis the more time i focus the more simple things become the more scalable things become and the easier things become for everyone involved
1: right so seven out of 10 of the surveyed organizations rated that they need to simplify their work. So think about that. They they know that they have the problems, like it's an important problem in our organization, but only 10% of the companies have an initiative to cor- to correct that. So not only is that an opportunity, a weakness of your competitor, but just think about that. If you know there's a problem, and you know the problem needs to be addressed, why keep spinning the pl- plates? I know it's just comfortable. Really what happens, it just becomes a, a your comfortable mode of operation, right? It's something that is just ha- not happenstance, but it, it's something that just continues to compound over time, right? So you've been doing it this way for so long, setting the time aside to to figure out and simplify the, the process seems like a, a tall task, but you know, it's something that you need to do. And once you do it, it'll make your life easier in the long run.
0: 100% agree. The thing that I will sort of clarify there a little bit is the concept of it being familiar that you have done things this way for so long that it is the most familiar. And humans don't like change, neither do you. And the only thing ultimately that is constant in business is change. So we all need as entrepreneurs to learn to not only just embrace it, but actually kind of to enjoy it. I've gotten to a place that I actually do enjoy change i mean obviously with the way that i'm living my life now moving from place to place and being on the road digital nomading it now for a year i do kind of live my life in constant change so i definitely haven't gotten to to really enjoy it quite a lot but ultimately it's really important that you recognize and actually embrace change because when you change is when you're going to actually have success so let's talk about a couple of things that ultimately you need to do in order to be able to simplify the operations of your agency and being able to get to a better place. So the first sort of step is there's so much clutter. So much clutter in your organization from different processes that are either documented or not. There's so many things that have been created and kind of haphazardly even put together by clients, by your employees, by a lot of times everyone except for you. I want to say that again. Your processes and your agency has been put together by everyone except for you. Look at the services that you offer, look at the clients that you work with, look at the processes that you employ, look at the communication channels that you use, did you choose them? Purposefully choose them, yes or no? I'm kind of a rhetorical question because I know for the vast majority of you, the answer is no, you didn't choose them. A client decided that this was the system that you were going to communicate with, so you decided to use it, utilize it with another client. You added on a service because a client asked for it. An employee then built out a, a process around actually executing on it because you may or may not have known how to do it. And it kind of was put together, creating this Frankenstein business in a way. And we need to remove these low-value activities, low-value services that you're now supporting to actually get to a place of you. I personally didn't, and I imagine you didn't either, create a business so that every decision could be handed to someone else. I'm assuming that that wasn't the case for you, but that realistically speaking is the place that the vast majority of agency owners are in. They have spent years slaving over a business to not have any choice in what they do anymore. Horrible, not fun. And it's time for you to start to simplify it and get back. To you? Right, if you're able to, in the beginning, just shed a, a
1: few simple tasks, create that bandwidth for where you can focus on the more substantial ones, right? Start, start from the bottom and work your way up. It's usually the simplest way, right? So if you're able to, to, I don't know, save yourself 10 minutes a day, right? For a whole work week, that's 50 minutes. Some of you work on weekends, I know, so that's a whole hour. And if you continue to compound on that, save yourself another 10 minutes a day. And then it just continually nip at all the things that are sucking your time away and continue to focus on things that are going to allow your business to ultimately be in a place of, of operational efficiency.
0: 100% agree. The thing that I like to refer to that as is do delegate, discard, automate. Is this something that I should be doing? And I want you to actually have a true review of this is, is this something I should be doing? Am I the only person in the world, in my sphere? that can do this? And I don't mean your ego speaking that yes, I'm the only person that can do this and has the expertise to do it. But are you actually the only person that can? If not, then let's look at how do we delegate it? Should it be delegated? Is it even worth delegating? If not, potentially it should be discarded. And if it is something that should be you doing it or delegated, one other thing that I like to filter it through is can we automate it? to increase the amount of efficiency and accuracy around what it is that you're doing, making it easier, and as Darren was referring to it, and saving 10 minutes a day. That's one hour a week. Do that one month for every month a year. You've now saved 12 months of your work week on an ongoing basis, or 12 hours, not 12 months, 12 hours of your work week every single year, and continuing to do that on an ongoing basis. The other thing that is really important here is you're not alone. It's really important to recognize you're not the only agency out there. You're not the only agency owner out there. Find your community, find your tribe. It's so incredibly important to have people to bounce ideas off of, recognize sort of what they did to accomplish where they are. Even just looking, I mean, the amount of times that I've been able to get tremendous amount of insight from colleagues, from boards that I'm involved with, to masterminds and groups of people that are in my sphere that allow for me to learn faster, grow quicker, gain more knowledge, learn from their lessons, learn from their wins to be able to get to where I want to get faster. I'm of the mind that I do not want to spend 10,000 hours to become a master. I hope you don't either. I'm happy to become and spend the 10,000... I've already spent the 10,000 hours to become quite good at the things that I know to do. I don't know that I want to call myself a master because that's quite egotistical. But I do think that it's... As I look at new skills that I want to gain, rather than spending the time reading all those books, not that I don't enjoy reading... But rather than spending all the time reading all those books, trying to acquire the knowledge, testing, learning, failing, testing, learning, failing over and over and over again to adopt that skill, I'd rather learn from someone that's been there, that's done it. And it's so incredibly important to recognize you are not alone. And don't try to do it alone. You're going to do it slower. It's going to be more painful. And it just is not worth it. The other thing that is so incredibly important is focus, focus, focus. The story that the vast majority of agency owners tell me, and there's a distinction here between my belief system and theirs, is the belief system is if I just work a little harder, if I just do a little more, I'm going to get to where I want to get to. My opinion is exactly starkly the exact opposite, could not be any any further different. My mindset is if I could do a little less, if I can just focus a little more, then I can get what I want. Then I can get to where I need to, because then I had the time, I had the ability, I had the mental space to actually do that because I created more focus and (laughs) go ahead and look up this principle. I mean, you have Warren Buffett to Bill Gates, to loads of huge business owners, huge Fortune 500 CEOs that take this sort of same foundational principle, maybe phrased slightly differently than me, but the same idea. And it works in a truly meaningful way.
1: Right. And then so being able to focus is, it's going to take some, some recognition of yourself, your priorities, your why, right? So, and what you're able to accomplish, right? So like you said, you have to know that you're not going to be able to do it all, or you're at least you're not going to be able to do it all right now, right? So many times people have that that shiny object syndrome, is what what everybody calls it, right? So it's just like, oh, this is a great idea. Let me start working on that. Oh, let me. Get, this is a great idea. Let me start working on that. Oh, wow, you're doing that. That's a great idea. Let me start working on that. However, there's a project right in front of you that you haven't finished that you started on. That you ultimately is going to move the needle the most, right? So being able to reassess what you're looking at reassess what your goals are make sure you're able to prioritize which is a function of what you said earlier that do delegate discard I'm going to do delegate so I'm going to delegate discard and automate based upon what my priorities are as well right so you're going to look at the list or look at what your tasks are or your goals are or whatever is in front of you and saying like hey I'm going to prioritize this because it's going to move the needle the most or I'm, it's going to take the most of my effort. I'm going to delegate this to somebody else who, on my team who I trust, who I know is going to be able to accomplish and continue to push and support me in the business in the right direction. And one other thing that I wanted to point out a little bit earlier is, is when you delegate, it's also about how you delegate as well, right? And don't ever reverse delegate, but how you delegate as well is going to be something that is important, right? Maybe you do, do have to do a t- do a task initially because your team hasn't been trained on it and you want to delegate it. You know that is something that your your number two in command would be able to handle, but they've never done it before. So as you're doing it, why don't you record a video of you doing it, explaining it, and that way the next time it comes up, you're able to delegate it to them with the video. That way if they have any questions, they can refer to the video or the questions will be more pointed and more more on the topic or 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 better questions to ask. I don't know the best way out. I'm trying to phrase it but like there there would be more pointed questions on what you're looking for or how to accomplish what you're you're saying, but being able to continue to reassess and prioritize the list of new things that you are you're looking at is going to be key.
0: I 100% agree. You said something that sort of hit me a little bit ago about you don't want to do it all. Not only do you like you just shouldn't want to want to do it all. I like to me, that just sounds like a lot of work and like draining. So so draining. The thing that I have done and spent a lot of time, and I, I think it's quite interesting too, because ultimately speaking, each person's different. Each of you are different. The things that that give you energy and light you up, and what it is that you do, are going to be different than another listener and to another agency owner and sort of the story for me, I was talking with another consultant in a completely different space. And he was talking about the fact that if he had to talk and work with clients on an ongoing basis, he'd rather not have his business. And he wants to actually just manage the things on an ongoing basis. And it was quite a stark difference to me because that's what lights me up. That's what gets me energy. I like totally gain energy from working with people and seeing the aha moments and the smiles on their faces when they get to the result that they're looking for. Obviously, I think at some point it'll need to change and adapt a little bit for me as well and really choosing the the way I work with clients. But it's so interesting in recognizing the things ultimately that you really truly enjoy and really picking and choosing them and starting to adapt the way that you actually interface with your business and actually focusing on the things that drive you energy. Don't do it all because it's not going to drive you, it's not going to give you energy. There's tons of things I'm sure that you're doing that are not, you're not great at, you maybe even hate and don't want to do. So do the things that you enjoy and the things that are true to you, not true to someone else, because someone else is being prescriptive and telling you that this is what you should want to do. And this is what you should be doing, but actually what you want to do. And the other thing that I think was quite interesting that I was thinking about when you were talking was the concept of not leaving things in your wake, right? You were talking about, you know, the shiny object syndrome, and I'm starting this, and then, oh, I'm over here, starting this, and then I'm starting this, and the thing that came to mind is the overarching concept of get to 3 million as quickly as you possibly can. And the reason why people say that is that because it allows for you to have the resources to actually truly decide what it is that you need to do and have the team to be able to delegate, and the decisions that you're making are vastly different the amount of times that I've seen this be true with so many agencies is first getting to that first milestone at a million, And then from that million to get to three, those are the two biggest leaps in your business or those two milestones. And quite frankly, probably where you need the most support and community as well. But understanding that getting to that million and getting to that three are the two huge evolutionary, revolutionary changes within your business. Understanding how you interface, what it is that you're doing, how you're interacting, all of those types of things that allow for you to really have that quick, that really, truly meaningful change that allows for you to really figure things out and then ultimately recognizing and looking. So the next thing that I wanted to hit on was how you recognize and look at the quickest path to where you want to go. There's so many meandering sort of ways that people end up going. And the thing that I first think is ultimately really important is understanding what the destination is and being clear on the steps to actually get there i mean think of it in sort of the sense of a road trip right if you don't actually know where you're headed you're never going to get to the end destination you're just going to be driving aimlessly you may be heading southeast when you're meant meaning so from los angeles i'm now heading southeast rather than heading northeast to get to new york which was my intended destination but i'm never going to get there in the direction i'm headed because i'd never really had that determination but that's ultimately where i wanted to be but i just had never fully defined it and where am i going to sleep that night where am i going to go where am i going to stop all of those things so actually having a step-by-step understanding of what your core processes are where you want to be who you're going to be within the organization so ultimately you can have that simplified process for yourself
1: right and then once you have that plan you're able to immediately kind of spot out the extraneous loops the redundancies the opportunities to continue with the shortest path right so like if you're 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 able to to spot those and also like as you continue, like continually improve, you'll start getting that eye for like, oh, we probably could do this better as well. On the same vein as like, hey, I was able to reduce this by ten percent. It's like, okay, cool. What is something similar or or similar area after I've gone through, I focused, I fixed, I, I was able to fix wherever the problem was. You're starting to to have that keen eye on like, what would be the next thing that you're able to tackle and and continually grow your your agency It's like, oh, okay, so. If I was able to to cut what would happen if I take five minutes off all my meetings would i would I be able to still continue with all of the uh what I and Robert's laughing right now because that is one of the first things that he he did when he was trying to to make sure that he had enough time for efficiencies like a lot of the time people spend like the first five meeting five minutes of the meeting just kind of building that rapport and all of this right is like, yes, that's necessary build that rapport right but then you also spend another five ten minutes at the back end of the meeting meeting building that rapport and it's like okay, so like. If you're able to build that report in the beginning of the meeting, yes, you want to build a report during the meeting, but you want to you want to stay on task and on target. So, one way that I've 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 was working with the agency before, and and one thing that I noticed that they didn't do is they didn't have meeting agendas, so it would go all over the place, right? Like I said, like when you notice when you start to notice things, like when you start when you start working on meetings, optimizing, sorry. yes, <laughs> when you start when you start recognizing, you'll start noticing like, hey, like what is what is the shortest path? Like why why are we talking about what we're eating for lunch mid-wednesday of next week three weeks from now you know what i'm saying it's just like why are we talking about that now when we came here to meet together and a lot of times people get distracted and it's like hey like let's get back on tasks get back on target let's make this efficient i mean if we have some time left over then we can continue or we can cut it and give you guys five five more meetings five more minutes back in in your day and i know that's one of kind of like one of my or one of robert's favorite phrases is like hey like we were able to to, to get through this meeting and and 10 minutes instead of the whole 30 minute meeting, I'll give you guys 20 minutes back of your day. And just giving that time back to you, it allows you to continue to work on your business,
0: work w- on an email you wouldn't get to. A 100% work on, and, well, yeah. they were gonna get to the email, but because <laughs> I, I, I don't know that, that a lot of agency owners are actually missing their emails and not responding, maybe responding too quickly to those emails. But wanna preface and add a little bit, I've been like on a mission to continually reduce the length of my meetings Now, the vast majority, and I'm looking at my calendar right now in front of me, of the meetings that I have, 75% of them are 20 minutes or less. Continually reducing the amount of time. And I think about 20 minutes is about as far as I'm going to be able to push it for the meetings that I actually need to have. And actually recognizing that you can get meaningful work done in 20 minutes. They don't need to be 30. They don't need to be 45. And you're just like just piling on additional time. And yes, this is something that I talk about all the time and giving people their time back and being able to maybe leave work a little bit earlier and get back to their personal lives because I don't know about you, but I am not living to work. So there's there's two other things that I wanted to hit before we wrap up the episode today is boundaries. I personally have had a long journey around the concept of boundaries and being able to understand where your boundaries are And being okay recognizing that you should have them. You don't need to let people encroach on those boundaries. You don't need to acquiesce to clients. You don't need to say yes. Stop being a yes man or woman. It's okay to say no. That's perfectly fine. This is your business. This is your life. And recognizing that your boundaries are totally fine. You don't need to necessarily even have a reason for them. I am just, I don't want to do that. To me, that is a perfectly good reason why. Not that you need to share that, but it's a perfectly good reason why. And the last thing I want to hit is reinforce your why. Why are you doing this? Why are you here? What energizes you? And making sure that that is your driving focus in what it is that you're doing. Making sure that it's providing you with energy. The more energy you have, momentum becomes inevitable. The more energy that you have, momentum becomes inevitable drive your energy up, reinforce your why, because you're going to have more momentum, you're going to have more, more more energy, and it's going to drive your business forward, and you're going to have more freedom and more time to be able to grow. Once again, thank you so much for carving out the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. Now chances are, if you're an agency owner listening to this podcast right now, then you may be feeling like this.
2: Because I was finding myself constantly overworked within our business, um, constantly like too busy with fulfillment or too busy with uh, customer service needs. So I didn't have the time to go think about how am I gonna close this person? Or what am I gonna say to this person? Or what am I gonna do with this? Or what's the next strategy I need to do?
0: Now, of course, this podcast is here to help you with a lot of things, but at one episode per week, It's going to take a while for us to share everything you need specifically for your situation. So if you're really serious about committing to fixing the problems in your agency now, so you can build a truly profitable business and get your life back, then I want to invite you to apply for the Agency Accelerator Program. I'm not so stressed during calls,
2: thinking, oh my gosh, I I gotta sell, I gotta sell, I gotta sell, because if I don't sell, I don't make our our numbers, you know, and if I don't make our numbers, I can't pay our people. If I can't pay our people, then our business is down.
0: This program is designed to help creative agency owners get to one million in revenue per year in 12 months or less.
2: I typically charge one client a $3,000, anywhere from 2,000 to 3,000. Now I'm uh, moving towards only 5,000 and up. And my latest client that I closed is a $10,000 client. On a monthly retainer.
0: We only accept about 20% of the agencies that apply to this program because we want to make sure that we only work with people who will commit the time, energy, and resources required to take what they learn in the program and use it to create an agency of their dreams.
2: You've taught me and you've taught us how to build this within our company that if X happens, this happens. Boom, 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 boom. Like it's so systematic that it's going to work for itself. That has given me the sense of like, oh, I know what the heck I'm talking about. I know what I'm good at. I know that I can deliver upon what I want to deliver. And yeah, I gained hell of a lot of confidence for sure.
0: So if that's you, then I want to invite you to apply today. Just hit the link in the show notes to apply for the Agency Accelerator program or go to creativeagencysuccesscom forward slash apply. Thanks. And I'll see you inside the program.